Did you watch the match? Were you able yes, to? Would you just watch it on your phone? Oh, they understand. Um, <laughs> they knew uh, what I watched. Was. I watched the the first half at the house, and they were all thoroughly entertained. Um, just at, at my like, I'm, I'm just dumb over this shit. Um, and then and then we went out to eat, and you better believe I had it on my phone at the table. Um, it was at a Mexican restaurant, so they were all into footy as well. Oh, so yeah, it, it, it was it was fine. Um, and and when we scored that last one, um, I almost knocked over a pitcher of margaritas. But I was just going to ask: Was there a margarita shower involved? Please say that say that there was. Yeah, there was, but it wasn't for me. It was from Lily's grandma who accidentally knocked a pitcher over. I had nothing to do with it. It was her grandma that knocked it over. She knew. She already knew the rules, though. So she can walk any time now. She knows how to, She knows how this goes. Exactly. One of us, one of us, one of us. From a DIY airport hangar in Titusville, Florida, Snellville, Georgia, and East Cobb, Georgia, where we wanted it more. Juan, Juan. Oh, oh. All right. Well, we're off to another great start. It is the Five Takes Podcast, and we are back. We're back, baby. Like Woo! Wrexham in the Football League. Hey, Woo! League Two. Yeah, Watch I'm bandwagoning it. I, I don't Watch care. Out, I think it's two. great. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm not Welsh. I don't no, give a have... shit. No, we but it was a, we were was all a cool Welsh. Moment. We were all Welsh yesterday watching that shit. Like we really were. Come on. It was like red dragons all the way. Let's go. And so you know, if you, you were, were fuck off. You were actually watching on the national. I was League watching screen. it. I yes. was listening to the radio call. I think Jennifer, I think oh, Jennifer's back with us again. She's a regular now, y'all. Hey. Look at that. Got her a shirt and a microphone. Never don't have the microphone hooked up yet. And, a, and, and a painted um, face. We'll get and there. And a painted face. She has not deglittered. From the match yeah. today at all. She is committed. She is here. No way, man. That's um, stays. We're no, all wearing Rexham... we're all wearing kits right now, too. Also, <laughs> I'm not in my usual pajama garb. Um, no, you know, because a lot of my... times yeah. I went with the, the trainer <laughs> from the training 2018 kit. I like that one. Mm-hmm. 18 or 19 today. Yeah, that's a good one. I've got the trainer. Um, Kristen's I've got, got the, the forest from... kit on. Yep. I think. May and, may uh, the forest uh, be with us. And nice. Jennifer's wearing the 18? This is the seventeens kit. This is the oh, new. The 17s. Oh, it's the new. Yeah, year. this is my new hotness that got uh, identified with glitter mob on the back. <laughs> well, so, clearly the, we the have new, to. We cannot change these shirts, and this has to be the combination going forward. I like it. It's good stuff. But usually, by but usually by the time we're recording, I, you know, it's like twenty four hours later, and I'm in my pajamas for the next day. So no, is, yeah, tonight. No, we. I've been. This uh, is this is straight away. This is through. right out right after the match. Um, yeah. Which we're all feeling pretty good about, and yeah. congratulations to 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 Rexham. That that's cool, and it's really cool for Rob and, and Ryan. Um, and Ryan. Yeah, and they've got their season two finale. Yep, uh, wrapped up right before the writers maybe strike. Uh, you know, so got that taken care of. It should be a great season two, and it's it's genuinely cool. And I wonder what it must feel like for those people, like in Rexham, like live there, like this is just their club. This is just their club that they've followed for years, decades. All yeah. of a sudden, two guys come along. They've been out of the football league for what fifteen years, yeah. And they're back in. It's it's a real deal for them. It's not Hollywood yeah. like we're watching it from afar as a cool story. Like this means everything, everything to everything them. To everything, them. and they yeah. 
they've done it. Like, yeah, if, if they, we they, have learned, they set out to do what they, they 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 did what they set out to do. Unlike unlike Sunderland, if you unlike Sunderland, if you watched Sunderland till I die, right. I mean, Sunderland has been able to come back up. They are back up into the sure. championship. They're not down in League Two anymore. No. But this is a little, uh, just a slightly. And they're different still in the story and contention and for getting in the playoffs. And they are. They won. To, Sunderland won today, and that's and yeah. that's great. So that's it's there. You know, it's, it's but the pushback will be Hollywood endings. You know, I think from other National League teams, except Notts County, who's was giving them a run for it right up in the end. It will probably still qualify to go up. They may. That yeah. it was it was the money that. that of course it is. Rob- no well, one is yeah, naive well, enough to think that it isn't yes, about money, are they? Yes, it, it, it is money. But also, if we have learned anything, anything mm-hmm. at all from Chelsea Football Club this year, <laughs> is that it is not entirely money. It does matter to a degree mm-hmm. how you use said money. Well, of course. Of well, course. you also have to consider they spent this money last year and they didn't That's get correct. promoted That's by correct. the very skin of their teeth and they lost in heartbreaking, gut-punchy ways. And consider the fact that this year, in order to win the league and get the guaranteed promotion, they had to set a football league record That's point. True. They and Knotts County, who, you know, I'm not saying I, I don't know this much about, you know, National League football but you know Knotts County certainly didn't spend what they spent but they kept pace and you know up until today I mean literally what are they on they're on like 110 points or something it was 103 and I know what you're about to say they said on any other any other end of the league's end of the season in the last five years 103 points would have been enough to secure promotion this is the only year that someone has outscored them in that particular way so like any other year 103 points would have been enough but Wrexham got even more it's unbelievable and 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 to hear like I was listening to the radio call too that like fun was and you know local guys they're homer they are Jason they they are Mike and Jason good uh, they are seriously. Like, if, if you ever Truly. they shoot for free on the Wex on the Wrexham website, if you get a chance to hear them do a match call, give it a listen because it's wonderful. It's, it's wonderful and it's magical and it's everything that's great about. Sports. It's filled with as much emotion and and passion as you would expect. Like you can just hear these guys. Th- this is a dream. This yeah. is a dream. Yeah. Their they club was they on were- the verge of evaporation, yeah. of not existing anymore, and they're back in League Two. And there's no reason to think that they won't continue to go, go up. It's a lot easier to get promoted out of the lower leagues because there's three automatic spots as opposed to the playoff thing. We're really, you know, which is, you know, always been kind of the knock on MLS, right? It's people don't love the playoff structure. Americans love playoffs, but global football, it's not. You play to the end of the season and whoever's the best team over the course of a season Right. is the team that wins. It's right. not somebody who goes on a hot streak, e.g. the Phillies last year, and wins a World Series out of nowhere. So, you know, you see a lot, you know, well, a lot the of Phillies sh- the Phillies shot the bed. They they did not get it but, at, at, at the end. No, they didn't end up winning, but they did well, make yeah, a run but, all the way to the end. Correct, yeah, because we, you can't get hot Braves, in October. Right, because the Braves had been in first place for, what, seven of the eight months of the season, and yet right. we couldn't just get past right. Who was it? The so, I mean, it was, it was a beautiful thing to listen to when it happened at the moment that they clinched because like just the tears yeah. and they really gave you like this incredible like sense of the madness that had erupted. Like you could hear it like to hear 
what it really sounds like, not through like the Hollywood right. lens filter. God only knows how they cut this to make it look the way that they look. This is the real thing. And it was really very cool for them. Very cool for the community. Very earnest, yeah. very sincere yeah. from both Rob and Ryan as yeah. well. And it's going to be wild to watch these two and this team over the next few years here. And it may take them a while to come up. I, I think they will. But how wild will it be if we see Wrexham back in top flight? With I mean, Rob I, and Ryan I, I Reynolds as owners of a Premier League, team. Premier League team, we're talking at that point tens of millions of dollars. Like it, it just—it's just mind-boggling to think that yeah. that's a a realistic possibility. I'm not saying they'll be up in League One Championship like one year after year. I think it's gonna—they're gonna come up against some tough opposition that they haven't them, yeah, had to face you know before. What? But but. As if you've, if because I think, if even you though watched, they got pretty far in the FA Cup, no, very that's yes. If you watched Sunderland till I die, what I liked at least about that series as opposed to Welcome to Wrexham is just that it's shot a little bit differently. It's shot a it, much more documentary style, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's a it's got a little less Hollywood glitz and glamour the way it's portrayed. Yeah, prettier. Um, and you know Sunderland. They went down, you know, they went down three times and it was, that was, it's heartbreaking to watch over the course of those two seasons of that show and to, and to not be able to see them come back up in the show because it didn't happen. You only see them fail, I guess, in yeah. in their endeavors of what they were trying to accomplish. Whereas with Wrexham, you'll see it go the other direction, but it's very important to note that the money that comes from going up in tier versus going down is so significant. Basically Ryan and Rob spent 4 million on Paul Mullen and bought themselves 46 goals this season. When they, that's what they got out of him, which is the 46. It's going to come good. 51 or something like that in all competitions. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to come good now, but it's going to come good now for him. So now it comes. So now you go up into league two and you get that extra bit of money. Now you can spend it on an even more players on even better facilities on even better. And gym, I, I think you the know, interesting draw they're going to have the publicity alone brings yes. players like Ben Foster out of retirement. Sure. Um, you know, people want, there's going to be a little bit of that want to play for mm -hmm. vibe to them. I'm not saying that Harry Kane's going to walk away from Spurs, even though after today, maybe. Um, We're not talking but, about that. We already agreed. He was slightly hey, despondent. Um, I, I'll say this. Um, By the 32nd minute. Chelsea Football Club can't hurt you if Chelsea Football Club doesn't play. So <laughs> I felt fine this weekend. Um, unfortunately, Jennifer did have a, a rough go of it. I was on a plane this morning flying down to Florida. So at nine o'clock and then I landed and I checked my phone when I landed and I saw a text from Kristen saying, the fuck's going on at Spurs? I'm like, Hey, what? So, you know, open up foot mob real quick and they're down five nil, uh, in the first 25 and my Lord. Um, so that, that being said, Jennifer, is there anything that, that you need to, to, no, I went. I I I, I turned that no. trash off. I went to the tailgate. I you know I camped out at Truck Bar, and um, yeah, we're just like it, it was like the morning started at like the day started at eleven. We just fast forwarded yeah. 
through like, you know, the hours of about eight to 11 in the morning. And it just didn't happen. It didn't happen because everything else today was awesome. It was, we could not have had a more perfect weather day for all of it this. It was lovely. It was gorgeous. The it roof was nice open. Out. We fried like ants yep. in the supporter I section. I saw y'all cooking. Yep. Yeah, it was beautiful. And um, yeah, this is why I sound like Kathleen And, and everybody was very everybody. loud once again coming through on the broadcast. This was my first time loud. watching um, a broadcast. Uh, for a home match and, and being able to listen to the, the radio call from, from oh, Jason yeah, and Mike. Oh, yeah, because you were almost Whoa, that's always awesome. there. That's very true. It's You're really almost good. always it's there. It's, it's, it's really, it's doing a very, they're doing a very, very good job. I, mm -hmm. I I have absolutely no issues with Apple doing doing their thing so far. No, now do it's the Premier League and then bummer. take MLB, please. Yeah, no shit. It's a little bit of a bummer, like we've talked about, that like yesterday there were 13 games at at. I think were, that's going to change. There were 11 at, yeah, I do too. There were 11 at 7.30 and two at 9.30. And then today there was one. That's going to change. That's oh, their no, first go. Two. I'm sorry. There were two today. They're, uh, they're going to space these there? out because you do miss no, the opportunity to watch other games. I mean, the 360 whip you around show is great. Them. Well, and you can, and they're all available as soon as the games are but over. Still, they're immediately I would like available, but I would like to be able to move staggered. around, you know, yeah, stagger out I think a little you need bit. to be able to tell some different stories throughout the season to keep it compelling. But like, you know, yeah. we're getting this for 10 years. It's a 10 year deal. Yeah. I don't expect perfection out of, out of the gate. What I am happy with is the production yes. is reasonable. I think they've got some very good camera angles in there uh, and the quality overall of the commentators, you know, I, I, yeah. I think. For the most part, you know, outside of, you know, the ones that we don't really need to talk about that do more of the national quote, quote, broad, broadcasting. Uh, yeah. But I think in general, the play by play people that they that they've moved over in there. Very, very good. Some of them are a little, you know, and, and, and even if they have like the Homer streak in them, um, you know, I think it's pretty balanced. And, you know, I'm not unhappy with it. I'm not unhappy no. with it. No, it's a pain it's in the butt. We, once you get used to like finding where everything is on it, which took a few weeks to figure out how to actually watch a match again. Um, but uh, once you figure that out, it's, you know, I think it's good and it's easy to, easy to find stuff. And, you know, hopefully we'll get more and more like actual production content. So, you know, I think that, I think it's a good thing. I'm happy with it. You know what else is easy to find? Mason Bill, Mason Bill chiropractic. They're really easy to find. <laughs> Not my best segue. I know I'm a little tired. Y'all give me a break, but they are easy to find because they're indicator. Off Picado Mill Drive, and their phone number is 404-321-0082, and they are the best chiropractor in Atlanta, maybe Georgia, maybe the world, the best one I've been to, and I've been to a lot of different chiropractors, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, this has been by far the best that I have been to, and I have been going there for now, hard to believe, 10 years, because uh, I moved to Atlanta 12, 13, um, so I've been going there ever since and they've been sponsoring us almost from the jump um from maybe season Jeez, two no, on, I, I think I, is when they jumped on i believe that was uh, 2019 no, I, 20 pandemic year yeah yeah, think yeah. So. but i mean I geez so. i feel like i know might have even been from the beginning yeah time time is a, a construct anymore it feels like it's moving incredibly slow on the day and then you look back and three years have gone by five years have gone by ten yeah. years have gone by um 
but we really appreciate them and their and their constant support of us and they're continuing to give away shirts and continuing to sell shirts we sold a couple more this week we're starting to run low but still we have sizes still through uh medium and double xl and once we go through those we'll set up another order with uh all of the new york but anyhow uh give them a call 404-321-0082 eva or ashley will be on the other end of the line they'll set you up with an appointment tuesdays through Saturdays. The Saturdays are particularly clutch, especially if you are someone who is working Monday through Friday and really can't get away from from work. The Saturday hours are are a really nice thing to have. All righty. So, I don't know. (laughs) There's a couple ways uh, to to look at what happened today. Um, One view says... We got to start closing out games confidently. It's concerning how we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, It's been, it's really unfortunate that that almost happened today from arguably one of our better players of the season. I really hated that for Ibarra, but the other view says, well, I mean, and you texted me, Kristen, right after Cole, where you were like, ah, that's fucking pathetic. And I could just, I could feel you seething and your angry and your angriness. But we did we broke the narrative. We did get the win when we clearly Uh, were nowhere near our best today. Like not even close. Gonzo said as much. Um, Jennifer tells me in his post-match comments that I haven't listened to yet, but apparently he felt that today, and I know we can always talk about Columbus. I think that's an anomaly, seven players missing. Today we were everybody, pretty close to full everybody strength. Everybody thinks that, by the way. Close to full strength. Goose isn't there, and Quentin had to come out, and Yorgos couldn't do the, the full round, and neither could Almada. We do have Open Cup coming up, so that's a consideration. But, yeah, we were nowhere near our best today. For me, I think I would agree with Gonzo in terms of player availability and the performance we put out. Today wasn't it. Um, I thought even our first match, which I really wasn't that happy with until Tiago did his thing, uh, this was the worst for me, but I can't remember which one of you said it last week. Uh, Jennifer, I think it was you that champions generally find a way to just do it, to win. You know, even if when you're not at your best, when you're missing players, whatever the circumstances may be, a little bit of grit, a little bit of luck, which has been with us at times and against us at times, but hell or high water, they find a way. So I'm going to go with the positive today and say we found a way. Yeah, it was it was very very borderline for me to um uh let's see what how can I put this delicately freak the fuck out because I delicately mean, you, you a just, word that nobody associates with Kristen not nobody no they don't I am a not a delicate flower so if you look at the progression of messages that I sent to Glenn over the course of what 10 minutes 10 minutes because they got theirs in what the 88th or 89th or something like that and then we got ours 10 minutes later it literally says absolutely fucking pathetic and then like a minute later it says Ibarra just gave the game away and now we don't have an attack because because we had done some subs and well no we'd we'd done one or two but because Yorgos came out and because Almada was subbed out 
we did the same thing. I was afraid that we had done the same thing that we had done the last week, which is where we thought we had the game. So Pineda subs off all of our attacking players to try and park the bus. And that didn't fucking work. Okay. So then that's what I literally said. GG off for injury. Almada off for precaution. We're becoming the team that can't close out again. And what I mean is because we did that last season, at least in the beginning, there were a lot of games where we got beaten at the end because we just couldn't see him out. And then it's, and then I sent him a quote, Oh, Atlanta scored early. Don't worry. You have time to get him back, you know? And it's just so fucking frustrating. And then you look at it. What was it? I can't even, I can't do it on my computer. And then 10 minutes later I said, Holy shit, set pieces. Um, because, that isn't something Which that's been super We've been super a little bit more productive on this year. Yeah. We have. We have. I guess I my, I I'm, I could have put a second quote down there which would have been Atlanta is becoming dangerous on set pieces. And I think that that's true. I really do. If you listen, what's great and you said you were watching it. What's great is that on the two corners that we had in stoppage, especially the last one, the bends really got loud. It, it it really started to it. roar almost that because yeah because it's not like it was two seasons ago where we're like oh well we're it's a it's a it's a corner kick but it's but we're just gonna play it off short because we don't have anybody that's taller than five seven in the box so why bother shooting it into the box when no one's gonna be there to take a header that's not the case anymore not only that but people that are that aren't even that tall are able to score off of these off of these set pieces and man we almost got one we almost got one off that free kick too the amada shot i think it was yeah, yeah that was a big save by brady and it was oh it was good stuff dude people are expecting that now what was the vibe in, in the stadium from the stands, like from what Kristen was talking about? And you're about? on the other side, right, Jennifer? Yeah, you're yeah. On, you're, we're on the side of where you opposite are. side of this. So, like, when the when the when the goal actually went in, we had we knew it went in, and that was all we knew. Like everybody's running over to the corner, and whatnot. Um, yeah. What you may or may not have seen on camera or on coverage was um, was Diop waving his arms frantically behind us yelling like get up get up get up to the whole building no. and everybody paid attention because no, I, can't, I sound I can't like Kathleen that. Turner right now from <laughs> you know those last two corners really that just did me in and then it was funny because they were trying to do like actual chants and it was just nothing but noise you couldn't even hear and I was like on the second row in in 102 and you couldn't even hear the capos at all because it was so bloody loud in there. It was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. the camera angles, the camera there. I don't, from what I can tell, there are no camera angles looking at Diop down on the other end. Okay. Because, because why would there be, you know, unless, no, no, exactly. unless, unless we had the look from behind the goal, in which case you'd have to be looking all the way through the netting, all the way to the other side, which you do see in the replay, but not in the live. There would be no way for us to see that. Let's right. skip down to number four and shout what out a, Diop because what a big, it's official. Injuries Man. are a thing now. Yeah, like, but what they're a, a thing contribution now. from him. He was so amped up, and then after the match, too. Oh, like, I did. I see. They I saw came it. over, and oh. he, they were like, yeah, they were doing all the happy supporter jigs with it. Like, I mean, it was, and and it goes back to what I've said a couple of what we've all been saying is like, 
the vibe is different. The locker room's different. This is a right. really like it's it's this is a unit that actually gives. And this again, it's not cares a lot about each other, and that yeah, yeah it is the next man up, and you it's know, not, we're not luck be that we have three keepers that are capable of starting in well, any MLS well, team. Clearly going to need them all. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying the FO deserves a ton of credit for keeping us that deep. That deep at keeper. They learned their lesson last year because you can't just have a stick figure stand there with their arms out and pray that no one gets one by you. Which is that's hard to do. Even if you learned your lesson, arguably who wants to be a backup or a third stringer? I mean, I guess we have that going for us at Atlanta. We can sell players on that. Hey, um, come and 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 be play second fiddle, third fiddle to this player. You're probably going to get minutes. Uh, yeah, you know, but, because but it happens. Diop stepped up as if he's a full time keeper. I don't well, even know where we got him. He he made some great. He made two really excellent saves tonight. Like. He, and, and I'll tell you, the 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 goal was not on him. He made the no. initial save. No. He made he a ridiculous great. initial save. No, that goal and is no on Ibarra. I, I got to tell you, and I hate to do this to one single person because Abara has been great, and we know this because we've talked about him. But and I hate to do one thing. Ibarra, that goal is on him and him oh, alone. I'm, yeah, yeah. It he really knows. is. He made one unbelievably big mistake and it led to the goal. So I'm sorry. It it it, it is. It's on Ibarra. It's not on well, yeah, but, sure. but we don't have to treat Ibarra like he does that all the time. He doesn't. He had I'm a bad moment. No, I'm not going to treat him like a, a great player. I'm just saying, yeah. He made great players mistake. have bad moments. Um, a lot of players had bad moments tonight. This was not a good performance. To be honest with you, us. I actually, initially, I thought it was Parada. Uh, I didn't see it correctly the first time. I actually had to back it up and and the giveaway? see who it actually came off of. The, yeah, the giveaway. Oh, yeah. Um, which actually, when I sent that message to you, when I sent fucking, absolutely fucking pathetic, I actually was referring to Parada because I thought it came, I thought it was him. And then tracking back it was like oh it was actually a borrow well shit that's a really really good player who made a really big mistake and it and despite the opening of the show it actually wasn't one one host goal it is an own goal but whatever he's there he's in well, the mix it, no for me for me i i would give him credit because it it comes, oh, it comes off, it, they, they were actually trying to say that it came off of Chol. I don't think it did. I looked at it three or four or five I'm different times pretty sure it, it comes does. probably doesn't through. own goal well, it did. No, what I'm saying is it comes straight through, hits hits um, Parada's thigh, which hits into Selassie's back, and then yeah, goes the own goal, goal doesn't happen if if Wanho isn't there. No, of course not. You know, so yeah, we can still give it to him, and I'm still happy with my intro, even That's though it landed like a ton it, of bricks. It, it, no, it's 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 interesting too about how they determine whether or not something's going to be an own goal because they they say if it was on target to go in the net. Anyway, Which it wasn't. Then it wasn't. I don't know. Coming off his thigh though. like that? I don't know. Well, off his thigh, but Wanho didn't have. It wasn't going into the net. It was going to the net after the deflection off the uncle. That's why I saw none of this. I saw a scrum and a bunch of green people. Right. Well, go back. Yeah, you can check. You can, you can watch highlights. You can watch highlights. You'll see what we mean. But yeah. Yeah, I always do. I have to go back and actually watch the match because I'm right. too busy like doing my job of right. like 
you know, yelling and waving flags and yeah. throwing glitter on people. And yeah, that, yeah. So I haven't actually really oh, watched this whole match. I'm yeah. going to kind of combine two and five because it is, mm-hmm. this is an actual, a, a, a real goal. Um, yes. I mean, they all count the same. The yep. first goal is always going to be huge for us. We know that as a team that we win nine times out of 10 when we score first, however it yeah, comes. We do. And today yep. it seemed to come, I mean, nothing was working for us in the midfield and we'll get to that in a second. Um, all our chances seem to come from long balls, route one stuff. And that happened today with a ridiculous ball from Tiago to the man. Death, taxes, GG scoring when he starts. Yep. Do you know? Seems to be consistent. Do you know who Yorgos is now on level with, tied with in terms of consecutive starts and scoring? In your, you know, your first start, second, third, fourth, fifth start. Yes, the young lady lady down down in front. front. He has scored now in five. He started five games and has scored in each one of them. Who is the other player? It is the person we all love to complain about, Taylor Twelman. You betcha, oh. Mr. Um, Twelman. So, it is so what's indeed the record then? If if, five. if, if I, I think I think so, I don't think okay, he got so to if six. He starts, but he actually has to start. It's not necessarily consecutive games. So if he's out, consecutive all starts next week. Consecutive, consecutive starts. starts, right? So if like he's out next, next week, like then, so, you know, when he yeah. when he he didn't his first minutes with us, he didn't start. He didn't score. Correct. So it's 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 starts. So if he starts the next match, which would be U.S. Open Cup, which might be uh like a, a factor like mls uh games I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about here um that might be a thing but he I might not start that. in that anyhow um, so i didn't I, I i you know again you don't have the greatest view when you're jumping up and down and clacking fans really hard yes <laughs> um what actually happened with him and the elbow to the head and he was down for like yeah you know, five so- minutes we have a minute of stoppage, and then we have nine minutes at the end, and that was a hot mess. Yeah. It didn't look malicious or anything, but it is it's not an elbow, it's an extended arm. But here and here's what drives me nuts because this happens across leagues, across games, happens all the time with refs. I think if that happens outside the box, whistle goes. It's a foul. It's a foul. It's a foul. Yeah. But yeah, so for why some reason outside the box, more has to happen. Box. Inside yeah. the box for the ref to grab the whistle. I get the feeling behind that because it means more. I understand, but letter of the law, foul's a foul wherever it happens. You, you didn't it's a think, foul. You didn't think the way the contact occurred was any kind of interference and prevention of a goal scoring opportunity because that is how it played to me in real time. It could have been. It could have been. If he doesn't make contact, we don't don't know. But it's still. Well, did he make? Did, did the Chicago player make any contact with the ball, or was no. his only contact with Yako? Well, even if he did, it's still a foul. If he the doesn't hands, make contact the with the ball, extended. then it's absolutely a foul. It's absolutely a foul, well, and they should have called it. They didn't call anything. No, and, the, yeah, their argument was that the entire time the defender was tracking the ball, that there was nothing malicious about it. So it was almost like it was a shoulder to shoulder, or which is or fine. But like, I guarantee you, if like, it's not in the box, the whistle goes. Yeah. Because it's just, a, foul. Never it's know just that a common sure. foul. We just well, and, 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 and it's really a little bit concerning because this is now, I think, three or four really egregious non-calls in right. the box. On our guys. On, on our, our guys. guys that are injury-causing things. Because you had Goose twice. 
one of which finally did take him out. Nothing called. And then you had, you know, you have this with, with Yako. There was another one. And then, I thought you know, he really, was almost, yeah. And I mean, I, I thought he was too, that how long he was down. Um, and, and there was another one, I think, also with Yako earlier in the season uh, against the Red Bulls. And that was part of that whole mess that caused Yako to get the uh, the yellow card for retaliation, basically, because he, you know, the, the ref wasn't doing anything. So he took matters into his own hands. So, you know, I, 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 I this is the same thing about consistency of how the game is called. But if you've got consistently players getting injured, you know, for being in attacking positions and there's no disciplinary action, it's it's not good. It's not good for it's not good for the game in general. And it I don't know. I wish I there's nothing we can do. We can't make pro any better or more competent or bring them up to a level of expected competency. Well, and it, we can as a country. Like that's something we do have to address. Is like better training for refs and you know. And, in the moment, no. I mean, as fans, no. But just in the big picture, we need to be doing a better job with that, I think. Um, I don't know the easy answer for that, but I know we need more investment into that side of the game because these things happen all the time. But what you're talking about is just particularly egregious because we're talking about player safety. Yeah. I, we're talking about player safety here. Brad's out. <laughs> a man's out. Hopefully Yorgos is okay, but it looks like he's starting to take some some damage here and it's accumulating. And if a player isn't punished for it, they're going to keep doing it. True. I would, you know, uh, I would just like refs. We, we, we dealt with this all, all the time because we have really talented players, world-class players that maybe don't perform as well as we'd like, but like stars, stars. Mm-hmm. And they don't get yeah. any protection and they get targeted. Well, I mean, they did it. They did it to Barco endlessly. I mean, Barco endlessly. was for the endlessly the most fouled player in the league for his entire tenure here. And you Barco know, scored they, again tonight. By the way, that makes it three or four games straight since selling him that he has now scored or assisted. Fingers. Good for him. I'm glad he. I'm glad he finally found his juju. Um, because I don't, I don't like seeing anybody, I don't like seeing anybody fail. And I think, you know, I I get Barco came in here and there was a whole lot of weird going on and it was just a, you know, not a good player mesh fit. Yeah, fair enough. You know, he's been struggling at River. Struggling at River too. And all of a sudden now he's like banging him in. Just I mean, I, you know what? Timing. The difference mentally between uncertainty and certainty does, uh, I think, plays okay. a factor. You know, he, he didn't know what was going to happen. Can he settle? Can he not? You know, whatever. Am I going to have to do another move? No. Okay. Cool. I'm here now. I can finally Maybe. like start to feel comfortable okay. and not stress no. about it. Fair. Uh, that's fair. It's. I think he. We all kind of knew more or less what was was going to happen, but he might not have known what River was going to do, and now they've. They've triggered that. So, and, and then, yeah, it coincides with him now feeling at home or secure or whatever. Then, you're you know, yeah, that's we, fine. But, you know, there, there was a uh, fun, fun transfer rumors this week about uh, certain people going yeah. uh, to certain places yeah. that make excellent pizza and, uh, you know, recalling Barco or not exercising oh. that option. You you say no. What if we needed a stopgap until the end of the season in the, in the January well, transfer? Well, I mean, yeah. The, the window closes tomorrow, so there's no way Napoli's going to get that deal done that that quick. I think he probably does go in the summer, and it, 
may well be Napoli and probably will be a good fit. It's a nice romantic story because of the Argentine connection there with Diego. Um, they've got cash. They're selling, they're selling players. They've got cash. They're going to win the league this year. Probably be a good fit for him. And he probably will go this summer, but Barco coming back would have been. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's there, but then, you know, if he does, let's say he does go this summer, wherever it is that he winds up, yeah. uh, we're going to have a little gaping hole at a number eight. So, you know, what, what do you, what do you do with that? Oh, wait, we could recall Barco. Okay. Well, that's not a bad option before you get to a point, you know, next year looking ahead to try to, you know, go ahead and actually, you know, scout your next Tiago Almada. You can make an argument. The stopgap kind of measure, you could. But now he knows that's not going to happen. And now we know that's not going to happen. I don't think they do that. I don't don't think they do that on any planet ever, honestly. Yeah, I I mean, you don't know. Like, if if circumstances push you hard enough, injuries happen, and you have no other option, it could have been rare. Low percentage chance, but Uh, still there. And now that that low percentage chance is not good, or is not happening. We had a thousand and one injuries last year, and our best options was to pull from the twos. I don't think anybody at any point considered recalling Barco as an option. Well, that wouldn't have if worked they, because if, if it he, would have taken up a DP spot, which we didn't have. So that that could well, happen. But Tiago moving right. would open right. that up. And but anyhow, it's it's not. It would surprise the ever. It would surprise the fuck out. And I don't think really that's would. the. I don't intention. think he, fit in, he doesn't fit into our plan anymore, which is why he's not here. If they wanted well, him our here, plans will be here. Our plans might change because of injuries, which is kind of going back into four. I yeah. hope these things don't start piling up to the point where it affects what you want yeah. to do. We have all these great plans. Yeah, we're going to uh, sell Tiago X amount of dollars. We're looking at this player over here with this profile. It's not exactly like for like because you ain't going to find that. But this is our replacement. Fuck, that's in the trash now because we out of goalkeepers. Or out of whoever else, or whatever else happens, and then you got to upend everything just to survive. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but I'm starting to get a little bit nervous because we are down to our last keeper. I'm assuming yeah. uh, Vicente Reyes from the twos will be called up at least for U.S. Open Cup, which I don't think you have to do anything special for there because I think you can just call up your twos players for that, and then we probably will put him on at least a short-term contract for MLS, and then. If Quentin's out for a while and Brad's still, what, two months out, you probably sign him to a homegrown deal. Probably. I think it's all going to be relative to whatever, you know, they show up with, you know, Westberg shows up with on this because right. it's, it's complicated. You don't want, you, you get, I think the way it works with that like special two way deal is you get to sign four of them and you can only play in two matches before you have to actually give, like give them a full mm-hmm. like two way you know two way contract with the first team, so I think they're obvious you know it would be ideal to see hey okay is this going to be you know three or four weeks or is this going to be a couple of months and you right. know we don't really have a whole lot of maneuverability time in order to do that because Garza still isn't playing either, um, so right. you know it's. He, Oh man, you know it's so funny that like all of this happened after we got rid of Alec Can. It's like you know. Khan has come back to uh, oh, the ghost oh, yeah, yeah, but again, yeah. and I mean, we're really having like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for someone to start like putting earworms in our ear to like figure out you know what we're doing next with I don't know. Sorry, bad Star Trek reference. Bad. 
It might have no, actually been all Star Trek references are very that welcome one before. here. Don't worry about it. I think we've probably actually gone down that road before. <laughs> no, but I, does it not? Does it not slightly frustrate though that if you know that we can't even? I, I don't want to be. I don't want Atlanta United to be a farm team for Europe. You know, like I don't. I, I understand. I don't think we are. Well, I know, but um, what I'm saying is that is is there not conversations financially that take place about like hey almada is an asset for for the for the team that we have currently you know i'm not saying that they're going to turn down 40 million dollars but at the same time it's like it's frustrating i don't know i hear you i think almada is unique in that you hit on a worldie you hit on a world class player. Well, we 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 said the same thing about Miggy. Momata's there were the thoughts. Ball. There were there were thoughts and ideas that Barco was in that mold. There were also thoughts and ideas that PT was in that mold. Mm-hmm. And the real, I, I think the reality is MLS is just not that league. And we've said not it yet. before, where we would rather have, you know, the the you know the talent pipeline coming mm-hmm. up versus getting people on the way down and on the way out, especially overpriced people because yeah, Beckham's going to put some butts in seats yeah. because you know, it's Beckham, but like, you're not getting the same yeah. quality of play out of well, that. I totally agree. So I, I think that's where, yeah, I don't really want to be a pipeline to Europe, but I do want to be a pipeline to Europe until the league catches up and we can actually pay soccer players in their prime, what they're worth. No, and yeah. I totally agree with that too. But we, we but we do have if we're gonna go out and we're gonna do this amazing recruiting and scouting that we do, and we get these players like Hamada or Miggy, and we bring them over here, and we're like, okay, we're gonna bring them over here for two seasons, and if it doesn't pan out, we'll trade them off, and if it does pan out, instead of keeping them and retaining the, you know, and and using them for what we recruited them for, which is to help us win games and to help us win trophies, then. We're just going to sell them as soon as they hit their top dollar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, but that's also what the player a, wants. As a fan, I don't fucking understand that. Because yeah, it's what the player wants. And if we don't yeah, do right by the player, career. but if we don't do right by the player, you won't get these players. Atlanta has become a club that's known for doing right mm-hmm. by the players. Come here. Mm-hmm. You will have success. But as a And then fan, we'll let you go to where you want right. to go. If we become, we don't have to let him go. Right. We don't have to. He's under that, contract. We don't have to. But then nobody else comes. Right. And just think about it from a supporter's, a supporter's perspective. When you get sure. invested in the team and yeah, you get invested in particular players. Like, I'll give you an example. My wife, we're huge Braves fans. She literally did not watch for almost eight years because she was so sour about the big clear clearing of house that they did before they moved to SunTrust and then the actual move from SunTrust she had investment she had invested her her support in the players and then and then and then the Braves organization pretty much cleared house and she was like pers- she felt personally aff- you know affronted by that because she had invented invested time and energy into into these players and she's not an she's not an idiot she's not naive she understands that you know professional sports is a business but if we're known as a pipeline to europe as a supporter that's a little hard to swallow sometimes it makes me care less about the players and more 
just trying to care for the team as a whole. And that's hard to do. You know, I, we were ready to build the fucking statue. I'm still ready to build a fucking statue. Like I'm not, I'm not not building a statue because yeah. the guy blew his knee out and unfortunately mm-hmm. was no longer the player that he was mm-hmm. with the foundation that he built for this club. It changes yeah. absolutely nothing about his status here. What mm-hmm. happened was unfortunately what needed to happen, and yeah, you know I, I wanted him to go to Miami and light the league up. I'm not going to lie because I love the player mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes MLS a little bit different of a league to follow because. It is exceedingly rare that you have the quote unquote franchise player. We don't have franchise player tags. We don't have anything like that. And we've got this weird ass salary cap designed to protect, you know, the Colorado, Real Salt Lake, Orlando's of the world who cannot spend with the big boys or don't want to spend with the big boys. And you have to have that to keep the matches competitive or you wind up with, you know, a club, you know, clubs that can steamroll other clubs because, you know, we're willing to spend, you know, a hundred million. Is, on that, is that the worst thing? I think I'd rather see competitive, well-played soccer. And I think putting the pressure on these clubs to go out and be in the community, develop academies, you know, recruit young players from a young age and get them involved, you know, in that club culture from the get-go, as much as I hate them, you know, you look, you turn on a TV and you don't need to see the uniform. You could play shirts and skins and know that that's a Philly team. Right. Because of the way that they play and their style and their language, it's like the MLS equivalent of total football over, you know, in, 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 in Europe. Right. But if we get you rid of the cap, doesn't that incentivize clubs to spend? It, it, yes, but you're going to have, you're always going to, you know, there's always going to be imbalance and there are, you know, other leagues have ways around it with luxury taxes or, you know, different ways that they, that they slice things up. And unfortunately the revenue streams for MLS are just not there yet. No, we're not, they're, they're, you know, we're not, not you know, this is a different conversation in, you know, five or six years yeah. after the World Cup cycle. Yeah. We have right. the World Cup here again with MLS growing the way it is. I think you're having a very different discussion about whether very or not true. We become mm-hmm. a pipeline we league hope. versus a destination league. Mm-hmm. You know, but we got to put up yeah. with this in the meantime because we're not going to have, you know, a Messi playing at, you know, playing the 10 for us for 15 years. It's just not who not who the league is at this no. point. And that's true. I, and that's that's extreme, I don't I don't think ex- and I don't think Messi's accurate. coming. I don't think Messi's no. coming. I know no. that's not what I we were talking see, about no. here, but I was just I segueing. He doesn't with need Wayne to Miami. why would he come here? Well I, why? I think it has more I think just it has more to well, to own a club. Yeah, but why he's gonna be given he's gonna be given at least a third ownership of, of Miami. Well, because he's gonna be a not be a player soon. Yeah. And he wants to own a club like Beckham. That was the Beckham deal. That's why he has Miami. And he would be given some stake in that. That's how they would make this mm-hmm. work. It's how Miami would then have probably four DPs and the entire league's just going to have to go along with it because it's messy. Uh, I don't see that happening right now with the way Miami is, well, messy. Um, no wins. Joseph dropped, benched 10 minutes. He has nothing. He has less than 100 touches. He has three Hushes shots. On, he has on the three ball. shots nothing. on target. Nothing. He's got nothing um, in ten games, and it's heartbreaking. And that's it. I think he's. I think he's kind of might be done. Maybe. Um, it's not. It's not good. They're right at the bottom, right with Sporting. Yeah. Who also not lost done. Again this not week. done forever. That, just fortunately, done at least the, at least Sporting did get a goal this week because prior to that, on the season, Sporting KC 
it took a uh, so they had seven matches seven times 90 was that uh 630 minutes Mm -hmm. and they had two goals tiago scored two in six minutes um it's not good over in, in kansas and so that's tough and it's they, tough. They hate life with how successful uh, their brand new shiny crosstown rivals are doing well too. Like, yeah, St. Louis City is is definitely uh, making making themselves heard. They're for making real. themselves heard. So, um, they're for real. We are we are at the quarter pole of the season now. Mm-hmm. So I think we can kind of have that. Are we real? Are we not real? Are we somewhere? I in think between? we're. I think I think they're real. I think we're real this season. I think we are starting to struggle with injuries and some consistency and a little shaky closing things out. I know we got it tonight. I think we all know that's not how we would prefer to close out a match. I'd like to do this a little more comfortably, a little more confidently, not give up goals in stoppage or near stoppage um, from just, you know, just momentary lapses in concentration. Yeah, it's it, it just can't I'm gonna, happen. I'm going to say know? the same thing that I said last week about mm. the draw, which is that if it had been one, one, if they had gotten their goal in like the 70th minute, fuck, even like maybe the, just like the early 80th, you know, now granted, we didn't know that cause they hadn't thrown the board up yet. We didn't know that there was nine minutes of stoppage. Shit. That's, that's a lot. So saved by stoppage score, again. In the yeah, if they scored in the 90th minute, that is at the fucking death. I mean, Jesus Christ, there that's is not okay. It is not, yeah, it's good three enough. games, it's three games straight again. Not good enough, but it's not but good. On the other thing that is good enough, there's been five games where we've scored in the first 15. Yes, and but that's not something to. we that's haven't done. I'm, but and that's I'm balancing. why I sent you that I'm message, balancing. though. I know. But like I said, you know, that I don't want to be known for that. I don't want us to be known for like, oh, yeah, well, Atlanta, you know, they're doing a really good job of getting you early. But don't worry. There's plenty of time for you to get it back because you can because they're going to let you. That was, our, that was our MO last year. That was totally the MO. It was. Year. It was. And that's why I said I don't want to be that team again. That's yeah. what I sent him. With, you well, know, we weren't. Like, that's, we weren't I don't want to be known for that shit. We weren't tonight and we were because somehow. We, we were given a, a nine minute reprieve and we're and hey, and we weren't we were and we did given. the best we, we could with it. That was appropriate. That was the no, appropriate no, no. time. I, well, I didn't yeah, you know, everybody the whole gift. the whole match was given. The the match yeah. was given a nine minute right. reprieve. But right. but yeah, like we got a one minute. You know, if there had been no stoppage, we couldn't wait we one minute. It's no oh. I I'm 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 agreeing with you that lap. it and it a mental lapse. It you can't know? happen it? at the end. Like you just yeah. gotta see this, see this out because that is gonna. It has been a narrative in the past. We do not want it to be a, a narrative. Um, exactly. In the future, it would be um, that would have been another draw that felt like a loss. You know. Oh, massive! That would have been a, a massive gut punch tonight. Uh, but we got it. So, so yep. there's that, and so, now we so just have that's to. That's neither here nor there. But it is. It is something that needs to mm. be addressed, and it needs to be handled. <sighs> I think that sigh about says it all. I think that about yeah. does it. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very tired. Um, it's been a long day here in 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 Florida. Um, 
I am, however, looking forward to uh, my version of the uh, the calendar that is uh, my soccer Christmas, uh, which is the away match against Nashville. Oh so, yeah, it's gonna be great. We'll be there. I will be up there. I'm super uh, super week. excited. It's my favorite away of the season. Um, it is, you know, it's it's a it's a really good time. We had a lot a whole weekend full of of fun stuff planned. Um, so definitely, if you're headed up this weekend, we're gonna have a ball and you know, come by, come by whatever tailgate shenanigans happen or, you know, swing by anywhere. Cause we're going to be in the entire stadium. There are over 1700 people from Atlanta going. And that's what we actually know about. That doesn't mean like everybody else who has, you know, bought tickets cause they want to be closer to the pitch. Geodis is a great venue. Um, it's, it's a pain in the butt to get in and out of it physically, but like once you're in there, the pitch is amazing. The views are amazing. Uh, people are great. You know, even if you are getting gouged, gouged $15 for a beer. Um, but guys, yeah, it won't I'm, be that difficult to find. Just follow the trail of glitter uh, from, from Atlanta to, to Nashville. Uh, just, just, just keep an eye. It's very, it's like a, it's like a jet stream left by an airplane. <laughs> it is like chemtrails. Except it's fucking rainbow. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so, in, in, so today I have, I always keep <laughs> glitter in my pocket because, you know, people ask me, can I have glitter? And obviously you can have glitter. So I glitter people as they ask. And I usually keep it in my pocket because my clear bag has so much stuff in it that like fishing around for the little thing of glitter, whatever. Anyway, apparently I did something where the lid of my glitter tube popped open in my pants pocket. Oh, and no. my my jeans are currently full of like actually like full of glitter. Like if I showed you, hold on, this is what is coming out of my uh like I don't know. Can you actually see? Yeah, it? there like, it is. Oh, I saw it that time. Yeah, yeah. That's so I got glitter all over the front of. But now I've got glitter all over me. I have like seriously glitter hands. But it was an excess amount of glitter even for me today. And to anybody who was in my general vicinity that got like caught in the sandstorm of glitter, I am sorry. It was not my intent. Is that glitter in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, I think that I think that'll about wrap it up for us. If you have made it this far, all the way to the end again, congratulations! And you're gonna have a chance to win a shirt because we're gonna do it all the way at the end to see who made it, who really wants this shirt. And uh, Kat uh, here has made the suggestion. Uh, she has, for lack of a better way to put it, proposed that. Hi. I do the code word this time. That's a great word. And uh, in honor of uh, so, a little something, something that happened this past weekend, uh, I'm gonna make the code word proposal. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I asked. I asked a, a, a certain someone a certain question and got the. And it went so. well, if you can't tell. <laughs> it went all right. It went all right. It went all right. Uh, so that's the code word this week. Uh, it's proposal. Um, a lot easier to spell. This is probably the easiest oh, code word. get out of here. What? You know, uh, come on. Congratulations to everybody who has uh, won a shirt so far. Each time I, I haven't personally known the person. Uh, so that's kind of cool. We're reaching out. So hit us up again. Again, I'll check the timelines on uh, whether you send it uh, email. Uh, five takes on the five stripes at gmail.com. Or you could DM me on twitter five takes on twitter you could do us five takes on instagram or you could try and find me on on facebook glenn pies um and hit me up there 
and I'll just compare all the various, you know, timestamps for all those methods. Or I don't know, you could just show up in my house, knock on my door. No, don't do that. That'd be very creepy. Be very uh, just, just do the. Well, you're in a plane That'd bunker anyway. I am in a bunker in Titusville, so that would be a little difficult right now. But anyhow, uh, thanks y'all for for listening once again. We really appreciate it. Um, the views continue to go up and uh, the downloads continue to go. It's it's really cool how 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 far this is this has gone uh, since we started this little thing. It's very very cool. It's very very humbling. All right, y'all. We will be back uh, next week. Definitely not Saturday. Uh, we'll be doing this on Sunday because I'm going to be driving back and Jennifer's going to be on a glitter bus. Uh, God help I'm not me. Taking the, I'm, not, I'm not actually taking the glitter bus this time. That's that's oh, uh, okay. other other people, other people taking the glitter bus. But uh, okay. the glitter mobile will be driving because I'm doing the whole weekend. Um, Just look so, for that chemtrail, yeah. y'all. Follow that to Nashville. You'll find them. It'll be a great time. All right, y'all. Thanks a lot for listening. We will be back next week. Until then, y'all be good. We will be back. Meow.